never thought I'd be somebody's surrogate father. I've spent a long time avoiding that sort of responsibility. Whenever things got too serious, I'd just head a little bit further west. Yet here I am in California taking care of Daisy. And it's a lot. It's it's a lot. And I've decided the other night that I was going to take a day off. And I made up the fact that I was feeling a little bit under the weather. Spent some time in the bathroom, made a couple of noises, everybody loved it. But they wouldn't leave me alone. Like, I... They went to go see Big Ears Tam. I decided that that was the time to do it because I didn't want to hear about how my big mouth ruined everything. Tam's a good guy. But apparently he wasn't there. So they were going to get on a train and I was going to work on some recipes with these rice and noodles I had. And they couldn't leave me behind. They drug me with them. So I had to pretend being sick on the train. Wasn't too bad. And then we get out here. I was gonna be feeling better, but then Lacey O'Malley came up with this scheme to break into a prison and not pay us anything. And that didn't really work too well with me. So I was just gonna stay behind. They wouldn't let me. So now I'm stuck on this boat and I'm actually sick to my stomach with some guy in a hood and all I can think about is I hope Daisy's okay. The year's 1879 but the history's not our own. Everything changed on July 3rd, 1863 during the Battle of Gettysburg. The dead rose up, the shadows darkened and a reckoning had begun. Humanity's worst nightmares now walked the waking world. Everything seemed to be headed to hell in a handbasket. Humanity, however, is more resilient than the terrors expected. A secret war began between the darkness and those who would stand against it. A few sturdy folks from all walks of life, from school moms to nuns, from snake oil salesmen to steadfast soldiers and children to old coots, have risen up to stand between their fellow humans and creatures born in the very pits of hell. Some were fated to fall, but others stood firm. For the next hour or so, sit back and listen to the stories of horror and heroism, recounting of the sacrifices these unsung heroes have made. Enjoy these tales from the Deadlands. Be warned, however, these tales are not for the faint of heart. Hello and welcome once more, at last, to the <laughs> I can talk to the Knights of the Smith Dinner Table actual play production of Tales from the Deadlands. So first and foremost. I think I speak for us all when I say I am crazy happy to be recording again. It has been too long. We've had too many bad life experiences and not so bad, but not so good life experiences affecting pretty much the entire cast since we've been away. So we're pretty universally happy to return. And uh, we would like to thank our partners first with, uh, of course, as always, Poppets Coffee. If you love great coffee, Head on over to poppetscoffee.com and uh, order up you some amazing coffee. Also, just over the past season at PAX Unplugged, we managed to wrangle a partnership with Norse Foundry, the dice producers. And 
Hopefully, here in the near future, we will be able to provide you Knights of the Smith Dinner Table branded dice that you can uh, buy on our website. And as soon as that's available, we'll make sure to let everybody know. Um, I'm so hyped. I, I am extremely hyped for that. So in celebration of this partnership, I have cut my folks loose. And if they want to use their real dice rather than uh, their found or the foundry dice, I have said everybody is welcome to use real dice. And if you look on the camera where I'm at right now, you'll see I have my very own set of Norse foundry dice. <clears throat> Which, if you listen to our other show, uh, Quest of the Stone and Stars, Mike hates those dice. Yeah, I'm going to wait until I get my own set of <laughs> Norse Foundry weighted dice to <laughs> roll epically. They're not loaded, though. That's what's funny. Wait until right. I get my hands on some. So how about that intro with Chuck, guys? What did you guys think of that? Don't. I was confused as to like when that was taking place. That is taking place while you guys are inside. Uh, okay. The rock. Yeah, because you you left Chuck seasick in the boat with the mason when you guys broke into the rock. So he's been just sitting out there, actually sick finally, from Shanfan to here. He was faking it, but then he got on the boat and that did not sit well with him. Clearly, so just he is not just a little bit of travel. rumination there while you guys are rescuing people from cells and, you know, f- double shotgun blasting random guards without rhyme or reason and murderifying. Chuck's just out in the boat. And that's pretty much all you're going to hear from me until they get back from the boat. Indeed. Bye, everybody. Somebody decided to message me. Um, okay. That was my wife letting me know that she is switching the way she's on Discord. So she might not be able to hear us for a few minutes. But let me break it down for everybody, because I know it's been a while since we released an episode. When last we left our weird Western warriors, they had accepted a non-paying job to go into the rock and rescue a friend of Lacey O'Malley's. That friend happened to be Bill, um, oh, there goes my brain. That was, uh, no, Bill Buckner, you did fine. Um, I got one here. Wasn't Dunstan. Oh, you know what? I could just look at the, uh, Samuel Hellman. There it is. Sam Hellman. Oh, yes, the mayonnaise man. (laughs) Who also happens to have once been a Pinkerton who was in charge of the uh, Lost Angels area. And he had been missing for a while. And Lacey found out where he was, so he got you guys to come in. You have managed to not only find Sam, but you also found a gentleman by the name of Eddie Griff who he said he's not sure why he was kept in here um, but you guys haven't really dug into that much you gave him some uh, you guys gave him some rations and he is busily scarfing them down like he hasn't eaten in weeks and then right before we let off um, 
in the last cell. The cell that was in the top left corner of the map. Uh, Daisy happened to peek in and she saw a very wounded man. And when Cole went in to check things out, along with Doc Tilly, they discovered it was one Job Hogleg Dunstan, the man who used to be the sheriff of Lost Angels County. And he had a very public spat with the good Reverend Grimm, and shortly thereafter, he disappeared. Now, I'm going to bring the map back up so everybody can see. And... As you guys can see where you're at currently, um, we've got all the way down here to the south, we've got Goodman, right? Why is it not doing my X thing? There we go. And then up here, we have Daisy. And then we have Cole and uh, Tilly right here. And everybody else is outside except for Jimbo. Eddie, Griff, and then Lacey and Samuel Hellman are both down in this area here. Which I know that the players can't currently see that section except for uh, Goodman. However, our viewers sure can. As a matter of fact, I'll zoom out their view a little bit so that we can see everybody at once. And then in the room all the way down here on this side, you guys also place the body of the guardian angel who happened to have been in this room to the north, which was the guard post. So why don't we pick up right there and Cole, Tilly, you guys had just tried to heal Job. And while you seem to have uh, stopped his current physical hurts, it almost seems like he's a man of broken spirit just sitting there wounded, neither hand remaining. It looks like they cut off both hands. Um, one has been well healed for a very long time. The other one looks like it was just recent. What are y'all gonna do? Oh, I also forgot. You guys found uh, Charlie Bill Buckner. He uh, used to be head of security for Doc Hellstrom. Someone named Eddie G. Try to heal his hand up a little bit. Wrap okay, him up a little paused. bit. Oh. Thank you for reminding me. All right. So you're going to use your uh, tinctures or are you going to try and do it the old-fashioned way with first aid? The old-fashioned way. Okay. Make a healing skill check. Not the power. The actual skill. Okay. I don't have my... Hold on. Just hit C and it'll pop your character sheet up. Gotcha. Where's my skill check? If you don't have healing, then you go down to the unskilled attempt. I should have healing. Where the heck? Oh, here it is. Sure. Ah, that's the power. All right, so as Tilly attempts to heal him without having any actual, or attempts to do first aid on him without having any actual skill in it, 
She gets a three and does not succeed. Actually, she gets a total of one. And then she bennies it and comes up with a total of three this time, which is still a failure, but it's not as bad of a failure. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Cole, what about you? Well, I mean, he's stable right at the moment, correct? He is indeed stable. Well, we should probably get him out of here and to a better medical facility that could uh, patch him up better. Okay. All right. So, I am going to... him to Cole for the moment. And we'll have Jimbo carry him. Ah, okay. So I'm going to attach him to Jimbo. Hmm. It says that it's already in a chain. This is going to be riveting showmanship, but I'll move him over and then all right, I'll just have to move him because it's the uh, token attacher is not working correctly for me at the moment. Okay, so you all going to get out of here? Yep. Oh, we got that other doorway over there. We got to make sure nothing's back there. Where? This one right here. Ah. That one, unlike the others, does not have the little window thing. So I can't look through it? Nope, can't look through it. I'm not going to open that one up. That's just not me. Okay. Who's going to open that door? Not I. I will make sure my (laughs) double barrel shotgun is reloaded. And I will uh, push the door open. Can I have made sure mine's reloaded? Mm -hmm. I forget how to see that. Is it under gear? Yeah. And then I... Click on the uh, box with the pencil in it. And it looks like you've got four shots left in your peacemaker. Okay. All right. So as you open this door, um, the sound that's coming out of it is definitely sounds like the battle that's going on outside. Uh, if you had to guess this room goes up because right here is a stairwell that is going up into the ceiling. There's a big pile of blood over here and then of course you got your lanterns on either side but the only real thing that you notice about this room is the fact that it does have the sounds of the battle coming down through the stairwell. Well 
What was the door down here at the end? This, uh, this one right here? Yes, that one. That door leads into the guard room. Well, let's see. We have all the uh, people we were intended to get, plus more. Uh, Cole thinks it's probably in the best interest. We should probably get out while we're ahead because, I mean, we came, we got what we came for, mm -hmm. plus more. Probably shouldn't push our luck. I mean, that's that's a valid uh, concept. So I'm going to go ahead and shut the door and tell everyone it's time to move out. All right. So Jimbo is helping Job. They go out. Who's this funny bloke? Um, dapper, dapper looking cowboy. What does he do? What is he up to? He is the one who is currently eating the uh, rations. And as he sees you guys leaving, he quickly follows through. There goes Bill. Is someone going to help me through the water again? Yeah, I'll help you through this time. Okay. Um, the teleport is working correctly again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody accidentally closed the door. That was me. I see how it is. <laughs> now I'm going to hang back here with Tilly because we're setting up the bomb, right? Yes. You guys were going to set up a bomb here. All right. I just need a weird science roll from Doc Tilly. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and shut this door. Oh, there's a four, which is a success. So you successfully set your bomb. And how much time are you going to put on the timer? Oh, let's give it two minutes. Two minutes. Are you sure you can be out of there in two minutes? Uh, I would set it for like, I don't know, eight to ten. We if I be remember out of there? correctly, it was just sealing shut the steam valve and it would take about 20 minutes for it to blow. I do believe you were correct. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. I might have listened to the episode right before we started recording tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was going to say, says the man who's sitting in the boat. Dick. It's miserable right now. <laughs> but you like me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you guys make your way out. Um, Go on first, Tilly. I love that the uh, teleport now works correctly again. Found some of the updates as well. Where in the world? Like oh, I got it. Points. Yep. Oh yeah, if you press and hold, it does the uh, ping, which I love. 
it should be set up to yeah, automatically pathfind for you guys. So you can just drag straight into where you want to go. They also updated the lock-on uh, graphic. Mm-hmm. Pretty hot. Love to see it. All right. And as you guys make your way out, climb into the boat, which is now sitting like an inch or two above the water. You make good your escape. Um. It's actually, it seems like everything goes right. That's that was too Except. easy. That's a little bit. That's a little bit concerning if everything went right. Well, don't worry. There's plenty of plenty of ways it can go wrong later. Um, and after you guys get helmet and the rest to safety, Eddie Griff takes off immediately. Job is in no condition to. Um. Lacey, of course, hangs around, and then Bill takes his leave. He thanks you guys profusely. He lets you know that he will let Hellstrom know that you guys have done him another favor, keeping you in his good graces. And uh, he takes off. And uh, Sam and Lacey get you guys to a hotel and after a few minutes of, of all things, Nate Lacey walking around and rapping you know, kind of along the entire room uh, in the entire room's walls he says, okay I think we're in the clear you said rapping and I thought you were talking like freestyle Why? Lacey spitting heat uh well, um, you see, most of these rooms have secret passages that are connected to them, so that way people can spy. And oh, then, so kind of like the peepholes out in Lost Angels. Yeah, you're in Lost Angels. I thought we were in, um, <laughs> Perdition. That's still part of Lost Angels. Oh, okay. It's well, like a suburb of it. I wasn't aware of that. It's like saying we in Brooklyn, <laughs> like you're still in New York. Right? Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's in New York, right? Both city and state. Epic. Indeed. So after Sam has a, a few minutes to rest up, he's nursing a water. And he looks around and he says, hmm. Bastards got me right after I mailed off the second copy of my report to Alan Pinkerton. They intercepted the first draft and probably ate the kid I hired to carry it as well. That's right. I said eight. You see, Grimm and his inner circle, they're cannibals, in case you hadn't figured it out yet. The meat they serve at those Sunday feasts is what we like to call long pork. I wouldn't recommend partaking, no matter how hungry you get. It gets to you after a while. Anyway, y'all probably think I'm loco, and I don't blame you, but you may have heard of a thing called this reckoning. It was one of the pet theories of the Pinkertons a few years back, and that something happened to the world, magic came back, black magic came back, and all the horrible things it gives life to. I think Grimm is in league with it somehow. A year or so ago, the cult locked up an Indian shaman in the cell next to mine. Said his name was Seas Far Ahead. We'd talk when we were able, and he'd tell me tall tales about this reckoning and how it all started. 
I don't remember most of it, to tell the truth. I've been playing a few cards short of a full deck for the better part of two years, but... <laughs> but he said Grimm was a servitor of this Reckoning, and that he couldn't be stopped or killed by ordinary means. I can personally tell you that a sharpened bone fragment drove clean through his heart barely made him wince, so I, I certainly believe it. But he does gotta be stopped. If he ain't, people are gonna suffer for many years to come. Maybe forever if he's truly immortal, and it gets worse too. Seas Far Ahead told me the Reckoning wasn't the apocalypse, it was the beginning of it. Grimm and others like him are after something big, something that could create a literal hell on earth. Seas Far Ahead knew how to kill Grimm, but I'm afraid we didn't get that far before they took him away. I don't know what happened to him, but I know another shaman who will. She goes by the name of Born in a Bowl. Evidently, these two were the founders of the Necessity Alliance, a collection of Indian survivors who have gathered up above Lion's Roar in the maze. She'll know what happened to Seas Far Ahead. Hell, she may even know how to kill Grimm herself. If you can find that out, and we'll report it to the agency so they can handle it from there. Um, we have somebody that you need to meet. Oh, who's that? Yep. Uh, Pennington Smythe. Oh, I fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bit of a troublemaker. At least we thought well, so in, in the Pinkerton Detective Agency. Well... Everything that you're saying is similar to what he told us when we met him. So I think you two need to uh, compare notes. And what was the name of that bowl lady again? Born bowl cut Mary. Born in a bowl. Thank you. And sees far ahead. Mm. He did not see too far ahead. Alright, and with that, you guys are able to rest that night, and the next morning, Lacey recommends you guys hop a train back up to uh, Shanfan. Uh, we leaving Sheriff here with you, or are we taking him with us? I'll get him taken care of. I know the folks who he was working with. Oh, by the way, I'm feeling much better. Thank you for all of your concern, everybody. I mean, not every man could handle a, a ride on the ocean. Oh, no, it was well before that. I was under the weather coming in. Not everyone has the stomach for it. True that. All right. But I will not be getting recipe su suggestions from the Reverend Grimm. <laughs> that's a that's a good idea. Uh, All can right. we get on the uh, first train the fuck out of here? Also, how messed up is this place after the bomb went off from Hellstrom? So the whole north side of Lost Angels, um, the area that did used to be called Perdition is pretty much a wreck. Um, I mean, if there is such a thing as, as an apocalypse, definitely looks like it hit here. Lots of sick, 
lots of uh, people who are still in the process of dying from the wounds they took from the blast or breathing in at the wrong time. Um, the actual dead looks like they've already been taken care of. And just north of town where the battle happened, it's even worse. There's like this entire pit where the bomb struck and nothing exists there except for a black and charred pit. Now, while we get to the train, I would like to try to um, stymie Grim's hold on this area just a little bit with some tail telling. All right. So you're going to find a place to tell the tell? Yeah, just uh, the the tale's going to be that um, that the uh, the sheriff has been found. Hope can once again come back to Lost Angels. All right. Let's let that rumor swirl around. So spreading rumors via Telltale in. Go ahead and make your persuasion check. Um, let me look up the fear level. So that way we can determine um, what kind of penalty you have. Are you using your dice or are you using... I'm, I'm going to use the foundry dice and I get a plus two to my total as well. And I'm hoping for a raise and that we lower the local fear level because then everyone gets a point of conviction. Based. Indeed. I finally have the opportunity to use this edge that I took at character creation. And if anybody out there who has played Deadlands knows anything about Telltelling, I will let you know that our group is notorious for never actually doing it. Ever. All right. So that is going to be a minus three penalty. Okay. So a minus one net. Okay. Let's see them bones roll. All right. We gonna Benny that. Yep, because right now the total is at a one. I will give myself back a Benny and actually hit the click rolls a Benny <laughs> thing. That's not a raise that is a success though. All right. So I am going to try to Benny it one last time, knowing that I can at least succeeded in lowering the fear level but not getting us conviction. So let's see what goes on. And it's nope. still just a success. That's okay. I'll, hey, I'll take that. Yeah. Seeing seeing the work that Chuck's doing to try and get the word out there, try mm -hmm. and kind of like do a little redemption arc here. Um, would I be able to assist this? Like help him do this? Absolutely. Um, what skill do you want to use to try and assist him? Can I use persuasion? Absolutely. Uh, you will have that same minus three penalty. Um, minus two, minus one. The modifiers are better rolls. And roll it. Yeah, that's hot. That could have been better. 
All right. So it comes out on a six, which is a success. So you do give him a plus one. It's not I think enough I'll to Benny that. Yeah, you <laughs> like, can if you'd like. Yeah. Oh, there's an yeah. Ace. There we go. Okay. That's all right. Works. So that gives him a plus two, which brings his total up to six. It's still not enough for a raise. But we'll try my last Benny on this. Because the worst thing that could happen. And then I got a plus two on top of that 10. So that's two raises on that roll now. All right. So that will take some time to germinate as people have to spread the tail from there. But the, uh, the place where you chose, people definitely seem to have been uplifted by your tail. And as you mentioned that Job is still alive and back in the fight against the good Reverend Grimm, which you know is now a misnomer. Um, you then hop on the next train to Shanfan. And everybody add a point of conviction to your character sheet. Thank you very much. James, good. I just, I just realized I have... Uh, my my edge. I it, it's been a while since we had since we played reliable. I wouldn't have had to spend a penny on that. That was a support roll. Well, yep, you get one free reroll. Free reroll, maybe. Give yourself uh, the penny back then. Yeah, I earned it. It's mine. Now, since <laughs> the fear level was lower, do I also get a favor? What edge was that? Uh, for me? Yes. That's part of the Territorial Ranger. Territorial Ranger. I'm actually currently looking it up in the book right now. Yeah. Okay. I would say yes, you would. Since you actually helped lower the fear level, I would say that, yeah, you do gain a favor. Perfect. That will put me at two points then. Yay. That was a solid act, everybody. I literally cannot find where the hell my bennies are in my character sheet. Uh, it's at the top. Top of yeah. the traits page. You'll see a plus minus on the upper right hand side next to stun entangled and bound. Traits tab? Yep. Yeah, it would be this tab here that I just highlighted on your sheet. And it shows you having two bins currently. Oh, there it goes. Okay, yeah, I'm done. There we go. Man, you ever been scrolled all the way down on something and thinking you're at the top of a thing? Um, maybe hypothetically me right now in this moment. <laughs> and for, the, for those of you who for those of you who've never had conviction in Deadlands or Savage Worlds for that matter, that's me. When you spend your conviction, you get to add a D6 to whatever roll 
you want to put it on and it can explode. So if you ever need to really amp up something, you spend that conviction to add an extra to just get a, get a straight up wild dice. Cool, cool, yep. cool. It, it effectively gives you a bonus wild dice. But it adds to the total of your highest dice, not replaces it. That's hot. That's worth it. Oh. We did good work today. <laughs> yep. And a lot of settings in Savage Worlds do use conviction. Um, with Deadlands being the primary one, uh, Savage Pathfinder uses conviction. And uh, I believe Rifts does as well. Those are the three major ones. I'd have to look at uh, East Texas University. And uh, I did get my first PDF copy of uh, Pinebox Middle School yesterday. So well, I'll have to look and see if that gets conviction. And keep an eye out because I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of our upcoming uh, Hit Me With Your One Shots. A bunch of middle schoolers taking on the bad guys. And if you've never... Are we all supposed to... Huh? Were we all supposed to add a point to conviction? Yes. Yes. Aye. The whole posse benefits. Uh, the Telltaler and anyone who supports. Oh. My bad. So just So if you wanted to attempt to support me, you would have had to say so in the last time. So just me and But me we do at least have two, and gotcha. it means it's on any dice roll, right? Yes. Correct. Excellent. That means we have two dice rolls that we can just toss out. I, I, I reread it. I apologize to the people who don't actually get conviction. Maybe you should try harder. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Fuck, it does backflip? <laughs> like, maidenless? Come on. Did you want Daisy to help you try and spread the story? No. Um, Daisy. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Daisy would probably tell the story while brandishing her knife and gun and accidentally stab somebody in the femoral artery. So we're good. We're good. We're on the never, train now. That's I've never accidentally. I've never, I've never accidentally. All right. And just real quick, I want to throw out a huge shout out to mine and Cheryl's daughter, Harley. She is currently entertaining our toddlers, so that way Cheryl can play. And uh, we have one of the most amazing adult daughters out there, and I just wanted to throw a shout out to her here on the show. Okay, so a day or so later, you arrive back in Shanfan after taking the train doesn't take you long to get back to the hotel where um, Pennington Smythe and uh, Dillinger are staying. And you get Hellman in safely. Two train rides in a row with no incident. This is a bad precedent. I mean, it's Deadlands, man. Sometimes something good happens. Daisy's on alert through the whole train ride, though. (laughs) Yeah, like, we can be tense, but take the W. And tell Pennington Smythe about what the sheriff said about uh, born in a bull and sees far ahead in this Native American. That was Sam Hellman, the guy who you brought with you. Oh, that was Hellman who said that. Yes. 
I thought that was the sheriff who said that. No, no, the sheriff is in no was in no state to do a whole lot of talking. Yo, Hellman, you tell him what you told us. And well, then I I let Hellman tell the story. And uh, after everything is all said and done, um, Pennington Smythe looks at you and says, "Well, this is quite a pickle now, isn't it?" Mm, pickles. I suppose at this moment I will have to put some feelers out to find out where the Necessity Alliance is currently basing themselves. In the meantime, uh, feel free to poke around town or what have you. But uh, I should note that Tam has not yet returned from whatever errand he was off on. Oh, you guys didn't get to meet with him? That's a, that's a shame. He's such a nice guy. He's. I need yeah. to meet up with his cook. <laughs> all right. So, meet him. so what do y'all want to do? I mean, at this point, we've been traveling for what, like three days? Like, sleep, gamer. <laughs> I want to rest. We, like we're, we're like what are we waiting for right now I'm trying to trying to think of like our leads because we, we're kind of just at a point where we're waiting on this thing so just kind of like getting some proper rest seems like a pretty good idea we need money or ingredients so I'm gonna look for some I'm gonna look for something that actually pays rather than just doing favors for people for free it wasn't for free I mean, a good deed is in itself its own reward. But a good deed does not fill one's stomach. <laughs> there is that. That's not always true. Um, I'm trying to think, because yeah, like a, I, I guess maybe. Or we could go out and go hunting. I don't, I don't know. I'm Chuck, gonna, we have all that rice, don't we? Yes. Dude, shoot some rice. Uh, I'm gonna go We've and slump lots it of at rice, like lots a, of a drinking place, just just to find a drinking hole. Okay. I think Chuck, you should cook the rice and the noodles, and I'll serve it to people. Yes. Red. Why is it red? But we don't have. <laughs> other ingredients to go into the rice and the noodles. And I don't know about you, but just plain rice or just plain noodles is sad food. Well, I could maybe find some some stuff to go in it. Trying to feel attacked over here. Why? Because you like plain rice and plain noodles? Oh, this is what I got. Let's go hunting then, Chuck. Let's go hunting. All right. Who wants to, who wants to go hunting with Chuck and Daisy? I want to go with you, Chuck. Well, you, Not it. You were included in the Chuck and Daisy thing. <laughs> Nose goes. <laughs> It'll be fun. We're going to find lots of animals and... Maybe some grass and 
some more grass, and there might I mean, be leaves. There's, there's more than just grass. There's there's all sorts of wild edibles out there. You can make all sorts of things. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Don't taste the mushrooms. You're, you're worried about money there, Chuck? Yes. How much money do we need? Like, what 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 is a reasonable amount of money? Yes. <laughs> I need a figure, please. Yes well, doesn't help me. Well, let's see. Currently, our provisions within the Roland restaurant are as follows. There are six crates of noodles, nine barrels of rice, one pound of coffee, and as far as vittles go, that's it. Can we find some butter? I like buttered noodles. That doesn't that doesn't give me much to to go on. I mean, well, I I don't know what pricing is in this town. There seems to be a food shortage, regardless. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as perdition and lost angels, but then again, those people eat people. I've got four hundred and twenty-five dollars. You you. What? Four. Tw- <laughs> what? Yeah, I I may or may not have had a tax break because my bar burned down. See, that's why you and I need to go into business. It's because you seem to be good with the money. I'm really good at spending the money on things. That's why I've managed to keep it to myself thus far. I don't. I'm not a thief. I don't steal from a man. It's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. Yes, Daisy. Am I a thing? You. You were Daisy. But do you spend money on me? I haven't had. You, Chuck. I mean, we got to get you a nice little apron if you're going to be my assistant. Got to get you some good crisp whites. So, yeah, I'd I'd probably spend a little bit of money on you. Thanks, Chuck. All right, then. It's my knife. It's really sharp now. Excellent. We can. Can I show you? You can. Uh, field dress. <gasps> can we make clothes? I don't know. Maybe. I think. I think Mom knew how to make clothes out of animals. I know how to make stew out of animals. The clothes I typically would just. Stew. That was my brother's name. Well, hopefully, well, good thing you died before you got to Lost Angels, because they would have put stew in the stew. <laughs> okay. Chuck, that was a little mean. I apologize. My, my sense of humor... Um, I hadn't been feeling the best, so I, 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 you're right. That was a mean thing to say to a little girl who's lost her family. 
them out. Did you kill them? It's okay, Chuck. <laughs> let's go hunting. But let's go if, hunting! We, we gotta be very quiet when hunting, otherwise the animals run away and we won't get to shoot them. Be very, very quiet while we're hunting for rabbits. That's not a reference yet. You can't do that. <laughs> what am I referencing? Exactly. True story. So Luke goes drinking. Chuck and, or I'm sorry, Goodman goes drinking. Chuck and Daisy, Charles and Daisy. Now y'all got me doing it. Go hunting. What's 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 everybody else doing? I'm gonna head out to see what's in this nearest town and see if there's anything that I can add to supplies. All right. So you are going looking for more mad science supplies. Yeah. Okay. And what about coal? Well, I'm should probably do a check-in here soon with the uh, with the boss man, so I'm going to find, um, I don't know, telegram station, something like that. Anyway, I can contact them and let them know what's up. Okay. Alright, so we'll start with Chuck and Daisy. You guys both need to make survival rolls with a minus four. Um... The question is, is who's going to be leading and who's going to be aiding? I mean, does Daisy even have survival? I don't. So I I will lead. All right. So Daisy will make a skill check. At a minus four. And then after she does that, we'll get... Um, Charles's. Now, I don't know why, Charles, but every time you click on something on my screen, whoops, I didn't mean to take them all away, it throws up like three or four copies of the die roll. Wacky, because it's only showing once for me. It's doing a big, funny, goofy thing on screen. Alright, as of right now, Daisy has a minus three. The good news is, she did not critically fail. Alright. Okay, Let's see I, how Charles does with his hunting. I got a one. So you guys spend more than a few hours wandering the area around and outside Shanfan. And you don't see hide nor hair of any of the natural wildlife you would normally expect outside of a city. Nothing. Matter of fact, you don't even see any domesticated animals. Is it because I'm stomping too much? No. It could, it could be, but it could just be that there's all there's already a lot of hungry people real close by. So they might have picked everything nearby clean. We'd need to get everybody and actually like take a hunting trip to probably find something better. Okay, Tilly. Yep. You are probing the markets 
of Shanfan, looking for more stuff to add to your components. So that is going to be a... Uh, this would be a networking check, so persuasion. With a minus two because you're not Chinese. <laughs> minus two right there. Did I get that? I can't see what's on your screen. Okay, we'll see if I did it. Oh, there's an ace. You did it. You did it. And you still got a raise. Woohoo. So, not only did you find components that you were looking for, you actually found a trash pile where people are throwing away perfectly good things like sprockets and gears, springs, all kinds of stuff. So you're able to uh, load up and get lots of stuff for whatever device that you have stuck in your head right now that you want to create. And I'll figure out the particulars of that off air. All right. Goodman. Yeah. Is there anything particular you're going to do at the bar besides getting drunk? I was going I wasn't going to try and get drunk. I was going to try and do a little bit of gambling and a little bit of persuasion. All right. So Go ahead and actually let me pull up the gambling rules because they have changed since Deadlands Classic. All right. Let me under. Just us. Yeah, it simulates an hour of gambling. And then you agree on the stakes. Lowest total pays the highest total of the different kinds of the stake. Yeah, you won't see too many uh, stakes in the area. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trying to play cards, basically. But if I can get some money, I'll try. Um, go ahead and make that gambling check. How much are you putting down? Um, like, how much is reasonable, really? Like, I'm not super familiar with the amount like I'm not going to be flashing my gold obviously probably like maybe like betting five bucks is that a lot like I don't know it's a little on the rich side but not so like a dollar like a dollar a dollar we'll we'll do it by by ones okay like it's, it's it's to butter people up for the persuasion that's the objective I'm not trying to get money out of people or be rude about it uh, uh. wow oh I don't even have to roll well you lose your stake completely yep there goes my one dollar however people have no problem with talking in front of you go ahead and give yourself a Plus one on your persuasion check. I fuck up gambling that badly. <laughs> They're enjoying taking your money. And you know what? Sometimes it's just how it is. What did you say it was? A plus, plus one. one? Beautiful. Okay, I'm going to Benny that. Okay. Oh, look that's at that. A, that's a bit That's a bit better. Took it from a bare success to a raise. Yeah, if I'm going to lose money over this, it might as well be for a raise. All right. So what kind of information are you looking for? 
just rumors uh, just or? trying to get some rumors trying to see if there's any kind of like talk about other people in the area obviously big ears tam has gone out of town that is kind of the narrative that's being spun mm-hmm. that's allegedly as as it were um but trying to kind of get a clearer picture seeing if i can't like make some friends with some people that maybe are able to ask some other people questions and then maybe give me some of that information later trying okay. to kind of so you're trying to build kind of a network build a network lay out a bit of a network try and get some people talking and then also this is kind of part and parcel with helping out earlier with talking about the deeds and stuff so trying to get that going too okay um that's easy enough you make a few friends they that were happy to take your money and uh as you're sitting there and you're listening and they're talking about stuff one of the things that kind of uh catches you is I mean most of the people you're you're playing games with are Chinese. I mean that's just the nature of the city. However they're talking about this old lady school marm who passed through town a couple days ago looking for her niece. They said old lady what? School marm. School marm. She's oh. looking for Daisy. You're 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 Canadian. Um a teacher. Oh got it. Cool. <laughs> I, I don't always remember people not from the U.S. don't know some of our older slang. But yeah, school marm is a teacher. Um, would there be more information to maybe where she's staying or where she ended up, if at anywhere at all? Um, go ahead and make another persuasion check. This will still have the plus one. After. Okay, with that six, that is a success. Um, you are able to find out that she had stayed at some little boarding house, but uh, word is, is that she left heading, uh, she didn't make it a secret either. She said that she was heading back to um, Lynchwood, or Lynchburg, not Lynchwood, Lynchburg. Lynchburg. Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, so, did we lose Luke? Nope. Just, I'm writing things down as okay. we go. Um, Wait a second. A gamer who writes shit down? Right? Cringe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we I, I, I want to, once I'm, I'm not, obviously not going to just be like, okay, I got to go and then bail to just go and do this. But like, once I'm finished gambling and stuff, I am going to go and, uh, like inquire at the boarding house and see if there's any kind of like anything specific that maybe she left something behind maybe there's some details there that kind of have more you know yeah I I understand all right and then I need to make a roll that is blind for the telegram that uh Cole is sending out. 
Telegram, 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 telegram. Okay, so boom, 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 boom. it's going to cost you two bits to uh, send the telegram. There, Clarity. And boom, boom. it comes back with what seems to be the proper uh, proper response of message received. Perfect. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Deadlands, the uh, telegram or telegraph system is not completely reliable because of the supernatural nature of the world. In a world where you have actual gremlins, and gremlins being of the fey type, not the uh, movie type, they uh, like to mess around with technology. And telegraphs is one of their favorite things to mess with. Now, whether or not his message got through, he'll have to wait and see. But for now, everything seems to have gone through just fine. Uh, could you imagine if fairies fucked with your text messages? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I did that to my partner the other day, and he almost sent it um, to one of our co-workers. He uses uh, voice-to-text oh, no. with Apple. And as soon as he had finished his message, I shouted out, eat a dick. Got him. <laughs> kind of rude, but got him. That's a horrible idea to do around you. Have they not learned? <laughs> he hasn't learned. Um, his girlfriend called him the other day. And as he answers the phone on speaker with me, I'm like, hi, honey. How was the sex last night? James is a savage, um, <laughs> but all of us in EMS are savage. I just, <laughs> I, I, I take have no idea mile. what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are easily offended or you have thin skin, don't hang out with EMS. We have no filter. Much and very me. little cooth. <laughs> Right? Much to my wife's chagrin. Although, that being said, my wife can be pretty savage, too. Speaking of savage, we're playing Savage Worlds Deadlands. Adventure <laughs> Edition. All right, so... Uh, Goodman, you make your way yeah. to the boarding house. And as you head in, it's got a little old Chinese woman behind the counter. And she looks up and says, Ah, hello. How many days? Uh, actually, I did have a question about somebody who was boarding here a little while ago. Ah, yes, yes. Um, I'll give her the description of the lady. Okay. And ask. Um... As you are giving the description, make a notice roll at minus two. A notice time? Come on. Use your eyes. Minus two. Oh. All right. Right now you're at a two, bad, which is a failure. How, how badly do I want to notice here? Yeah, you know what? It's important. That's eh, not much better. Okay. Okay. 
So she looks you up and down with a very passive or impassive face. And she says, um, why do you want to know about her? Because she was making it seem like she needed assistance. Ah, she needs many things, yes. Was she a rough customer for you? Most of you white folk are demanding. She went a little farther. Oh? Yes. But that is all I will say. I will not have it said about town that I speak ill of my customers. Well, I'll tell you what. If it turns out that what she's looking for is the broad end of a boot, I'll make sure she gets it. And that none of that will come back on you, dear. Um, I'm I'm about doing the right thing here. I'm not about doing anything too untoward. She seems like she genuinely needs some help, and I'm a very capable individual. Go ahead and make a persuasion check with the I'm not Chinese minus two penalty. I'm not Chinese. Oh, that with a total of five is a success. So she thinks long and hard about it. And she says, as she's quickly looking around to make sure nobody is walking into the, the front room of this boarding house. And she says, she was a witch. Terrible, terrible person. I hope she doesn't find her little girl. She's looking for a little girl. Yes. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Supposedly got lost on her way here. And I think I hear the sound of Luke writing things down. Uh, Luke is definitely writing things down. Um, (laughs) So say, so this old lady is looking around for a young girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. You wouldn't happen to remember anything in particular she might have said about this child? Just that she was a little lost orphan looking for family. Sheesh. Well, when you say witch... Do you mean the figurative sense or literal sense? She, what is white person word? Um, she, she acted like a female dog. Ah, she's a horrendous bitch. Got you. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, I will go and pay her a visit because I might have some news to, uh, Rain on her parade in a way that's not going to be pleasant for anybody involved. You have a good day now, here. Yeah? You too, ma'am. <laughs> Depending on how this goes, I will be, and I'll give her the address of the place I intend to be drinking after I've gone to go and figure this out. Um, if you get finished up here and would like to come for a drink, I'm always welcome to come and hang out. I'm, I'm going to try and start learning Chinese. I need to. Mm. And I'm going to leave. All right. And as uh, Goodman walks out the door of the boarding house, that is where we fade to black because we've gone an hour. Can you believe it? We're back, baby. We're back. And just for shits and giggles, everybody gets an advancement. Yes. All right. So 
Keep an eye out, folks. Now, for the time being, we will be putting out the episodes bi-weekly. However, once we have a good backstock of episodes back, then we will once again put them out weekly. And I actually really look forward to having or being able to do that. Um, also, this year's con circuit. We are going to start this year at Gary Con, uh, working the Arkham Forge booth in all cases. We will be at Gary Con in March. We will be at Gen Con in August. And then we haven't quite decided yet, um, but we may or may not be at PAX Unplugged again. Uh, we probably will, but I'm not going to make any guarantees. It all just depends on how the other cons go. And of course, we will be looking for other opportunities for other cons as well. So keep an eye out. Keep watching our Twitter, our Facebook, our webpage. We will keep the announcements coming. And I want to say again, a big thank you to our partners, Poppets Coffee, poppetscoffee.com, and Norse Foundry at norsefoundry.com for both becoming partners with us in our show and helping support what we love to do. And we'll see you next time, folks. Happy trails. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. This actual play podcast references the Savage Worlds game system and the Deadlands Weird West Savage setting, both of which are available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Consent Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos and trademarks are all copyright of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Tales from the Deadlands, Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, and all of its logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC. For more information, head to www.knightsofthesmithdinnertable.com.